When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Okay, you guys. Important announcement because we forgot to include it in our episode. We have our meetup coming up. I know when we first started talking about this, March 26th sounded so far away. You guys, it's only a couple weeks away. Not even. It's a week and a half. A week and a half away. If you've not signed up to come hang out with us at our meetup at the Brewery X in Anaheim, California, from 12 to 3, I think it was? 12 to 3. 12 to 3 on March 26th. The link is in our bio. If you have trouble finding the link, if you just want us to email you the link, whatever, we'll do whatever. DM us. We'll get you the information. We're going to pizza, beer, fun. We have a couple, like, cute, fun surprises. Like, we're just trying to make it super cute and fun and, like, easy for people to feel comfortable coming out and meeting new people and just having a great time. So, so yeah, I think it's going to be a great group of gals and... I think we'll have fun. So yeah, go sign up. Come on. We want you there, please. So excited. All right. Now here's your episode. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. How's it going, Laura? Pretty good. How's it going, Steph? It's going real good. Back recording together again. So fun. Sometimes I feel like it's been way too long since we've seen each other and since we've recorded. And then other times it feels like, oh my gosh, we just recorded. What are we going to talk about? Today's one of those days where I feel like it's been so long. We actually had to, like, go back into, like, the past few episodes and be like, hey, what was the last thing we talked about? <laughs> we can't even remember. <laughs> it seems so long, but I also don't feel like we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> no, I feel like our lives are just getting a little boring and... I know. Yeah. I mean, we did go to brunch, though. Got to catch up a little bit this morning. We did, and it was amazing. We went to this place. Um, there's one right here by my house at the Orange Circle. It's called Boss Cat. The kitchen, kitchen and libation. And, libation. and then there's also one in Newport Beach. Um, it's amazing. Just to give you guys an idea of just like how outrageous this place is, we shared Fruity Pebble French toast. That's yes. like It was drizzled with like what? Condensed milk or something? Something like that. And then and it has like crumbled bacon and Fruity Pebbles and fresh fruit <sighs> so on top. Good. And then we shared um, the Smokehouse Benedict. Bomb. Which... To me, making a Benedict with a biscuit instead of a English muffin, always a good idea. Always. And it had like pulled pork and like a smoky like hollandaise. Their hollandaise sauce was, that was the best part of that dish. For sure. And then some Aperol spritz. We did. It was so nice to be out. I feel like, so I feel like when I, during the pandemic, like maybe after the holidays in 2021 and like you could go to restaurants again or whatever Mm -hmm. and... Um, whenever that was, my timeline might be off. And we would do like a bunch of brunches because there was nothing else to do really, but like 
go out to eat once in a while. It's not like yeah, you have other like, options. If the weather was decent, which we're fortunate enough where it usually is here. Yes. And they were only doing outdoor dining mostly. So it was like we were at least able to go do like that kind of stuff here and there. Yes. And we were like doing it often just because there was nothing else in your schedule but to do things like that, you know? And yeah. so it was nice to like, I don't go to brunch a lot anymore just because I feel like I like lazy mornings, like I, on the weekends, because you have to jump out of bed during the week and like your alarm goes off and it's like, hurry up and get ready and go. Yeah. That like on the weekends, I'm more of like a make a nice big breakfast at home person just so I yeah. can do it in my pajamas and not have a timeline. I feel like we're definitely, Jeff and I are like a one for one on the weekend. Like I feel like one day... We'd like to go to breakfast, not as much with since we've gotten Penny, because usually, like, in the morning, she's, like, wide awake, ready to rock, like, yes. where, um, but I feel like we used to do, like, breakfast at home one day, go out to breakfast another day, because I do love going out to breakfast, because breakfast, breakfast is, food is so like, good. one of my faves. And it's but, so hard to make, like, fancy breakfast stuff at home. I know, home. I know. It's, like, it's... Good stuff, but it's not like you're it's not, not restaurant. You're good. not getting fruity pebble French toast. At no, home. <laughs> absolutely not. But um, there is something about getting up and like being lazy and not like getting up and immediately getting ready, like you do for yes. work during the week or something. Exactly. Not that I do that very much. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like it was just nice to like have that plan today and to like you know get dressed and go like have a cute girls brunch. Like it was fun to do that, and of course the food and drinks were. Delicious too. So that was a very fun morning. But yeah, just don't things feel more normal right now? They do. Jeff and I were just talking about that. I was like, I don't want to like get ahead of it because so many times we felt like we were getting like into the safe zone. But it's like, I definitely feel like this is the most it's felt. I agree. I feel, well, and just things you hear like in coming from like Washington and stuff of like this, we have to learn to live with this. Like, I think it's kind of at that point Mm -hmm. where it's not going away. It's it's not like we're out of it. Like COVID is going away, but like we are at a place where now we move on and learn how to live with it, you know? And um, so it just feels like so normal right now. Like, and I think the attention span of Americans is so small that like we've, kind of forgotten it because of what other things that are going on in yeah. the world, you know, too. Which I is- 100% agree. Because <laughs> I do think, like, because a lot of it started shifting more as, like, things started going on with Russia and Ukraine and yeah. things like that. And then it's just, yeah, it's definitely been, like, a lot less of the COVID stuff. And because there's just been a lot more other big things going on. Exactly. But I also just don't know, like, where I felt like in January... In the early part of February, I knew dozens of people who had COVID. Like, so many Everybody. people had it. And then um, I feel like I haven't heard one person mention it, nope. like, in the last month. None. So. That's a I good just sign. Hope, I know. It's amazing. I just hope. Because it's really a good feeling to, like, of all the things that I have to think about, like, one of them isn't feel COVID like it's all that time. all the time in my head. So Exactly. And, I mean, even just with that is... You know, for the past two years, like, planning trips were hard. Like, you could plan it, but you were planning it with the possibility of, like, well, it might get canceled because of something COVID-related, but I don't feel that anymore, you know? Like, I have my – the only trip that I have actually booked coming up is to go visit my um, family in Washington next month. But, like, I'm not worried about that at all. I'm like, my plane ticket's booked. I'm going. Things are open. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel good. And I know you're planning a few trips too, right? Yeah, we have 
so in April, we're going up um, the weekend of Jeff's birth before Jeff's birthday. We're going up to Solvang, doing a little like wine weekend with all of his family. Um, so that I'm really excited about um, going up there and hanging out. And then we're two weeks later, we go to Vegas, which is a re- trip we scheduled and canceled twice during COVID. And so the flight, our flight credits like expire in June. So I was like, all right, we got to get these used we up. We got to go. So we booked a Vegas trip. We actually just booked that this week. I am super excited. This is the longest I've ever gone without Vegas in my life since turning 21. And everything changes in Vegas all the time that like it's going to look completely oh, yeah, different. Because even when that's why like I went on Instagram this week and I was like, okay, what's like, what's all like the new stuff like that I want to like go Where do somewhere? I have to go? Like, what do I, the, where do I need to go eat and stuff like that? Because they do change things out like, so frequently they do and they did there was like already like the last time i went jeff and i were at the same hotel and i was like okay these restaurants weren't there like because italy hadn't even opened up oh, I don't wow. think the last time we were there i think that was still under construction i think i don't even remember but um it's just like so different so i was like and i'm so i'm getting like super excited because it's gonna be a i'm blast. bummed though because after you and jordan went i like was like okay next time i go to vegas i'm going to hell's kitchen and I was like, oh, we're not going for two months, like... Easily get a reservation. Nope. Yep. So I don't know, like, when you guys booked your reservation, was it just, like, a random one that you guys got lucky? Like, somebody had canceled, maybe? Like, I don't know if I should keep, like, trying to look all the time. I would keep trying, because we... Because I think on the... Uh, what is the app that you can use? Open, open Table? Ta- it's Open Table, You yeah. can actually set, like... I didn't know this. Jordan actually taught me this. That you can okay, actually... Okay, you're about to tell me something that I was about to complain about. Go ahead. <laughs> so you can actually, like, pick a restaurant, pick the day you want, and, like, the time frame. Like, if, you were, if you're fine with a reservation anywhere between, like, 6 and 9 or whatever. Uh-huh. And if anything pops up, they'll immediately send you a notification. But anybody else that has that set up, too, they do. And it's, like, quick... Get okay, it. so I was legit going to say, why don't they have... At least they don't on the phone. So maybe I have to go on my desktop and... No, I, I was doing it on my phone. And that's actually what? how we... So Is we it the are, app or just on the website? The app. Oh, see, I wasn't using the app. Maybe that's why. Okay. Oh, gotcha. So I'm going to do that because I really want to go and everything's booked up. Yeah. And I mean, that's... And I'm like, and even on a Monday, like, because I was like, oh, good. We're going like Sunday to Tuesday. So a Sunday night or Monday night might be easier. Yeah. Nope. Nothing available both nights. Yeah. It's... Or... I was going to say Boss Cat. Hell's Kitchen is just, like, crazy popular. It's Yeah. So, I mean, worst case scenario, I have other restaurants I really want to go to that sound yeah. really fun and good and would probably be, I mean, I don't know. Everything's expensive, so. That's but Vegas for you, but it's it fun is. just to have that to look forward to. Yeah, because we haven't, we've done our little week, we've done a lot of little weekend getaways, um, like, throughout the last year or so when we felt like we could, but... It's always been pretty, like, nearby. Like, these are the first, like, I feel like I'm starting to plan, like, trips. Like, where, like, I just got my passport renewed because it had expired in the beginning of um, COVID, like, in early 2020 or late 2019. I don't remember when it expired. But, um, so, like, I am determined to go to Cabo this fall. So. Have to. I'm like, this is happening. I even told Jeff, we were talking about, we had said something about Mexico and I was like, speaking of Mexico, <laughs> I'm planning I was, a like, I was like, I don't know if you like just want me to pick a place, if you want to do some research too, but I was like, I'm really adamant on like us picking this and planning this like sooner rather than later because I want to give other people time if they want so that they have time to save if they need to, if they need to get a passport renewed, yes. they can like, 
I want to like be have able it on the books and know to be going. like, okay, Jeff and I are going to Cabo this Who's day coming? and time. Y'all want to come? Here it is. Like, <laughs> join us, kind of thing. So exactly. My only requirements was I want it to be adults only. Yes, please. Meaning, not that people can't bring their kids, but they can't because the resort is adults only. Like, yes. I want to be at the pool with like no kids. Yeah, no splashing. And, and... exactly, I'm such a grump when it comes to kids. Oh, I feel like, on vacation, sometimes. I totally am. I'm like, that's why. Like, like some hotels, it's nice that they have like adults only pools, but it's still not the same as an adults only hotel. Yeah, like to go to dinner and not have. We do yeah. sound like grouches. <laughs> <laughs> when you're spending that kind of money, you leave the kids at home. Yeah, okay. I just want I want an adults only resort. Yes. And I want a uh, I want it all inclusive. Like I want to be able to just like what do I want to eat? What do I want to drink? And, and like not, not have to get my credit card out. Like, yeah. I just want it to be like just relaxing. Yeah. You you pay for it up front and you tip at the end and that's it. That's it. Exactly. So that's like kind of my big trip I want to plan this year. Um, so I'm hoping for that maybe September or October. That'd be so fun. Are you guys coming? I'm totally coming. <laughs> Just have to make it like no earlier than mid-September with work. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I need <laughs> to actually look up like and make sure. Like, it's not think, hurricane anytime, season or something. Exactly, because I know that <laughs> the times I've gone have always been like dead in the sun. Which I guess in the sun, it wouldn't matter as much because if I'm going to a no kids yeah like it don't doesn't have to be around like summer break schedule exactly so i don't know i'll have to see and it might be prices too if like prices seem to drop like big time after august or something i don't know i'll have to look i don't last time i went to mexico was a while ago and it was i think june in cancun so and i usually have done november like thanksgiving time in cancun but i feel like cancun and cabo are like different yeah, because Cabo's, I think too. of Cabo because, I mean, Cabo's, like, not that far from no. here. Like, and it's the same ocean, like, the Pacific Ocean, whereas... Yes. Right? And I the other... Because so. the other one's, like, bluer. Yeah, I think Cabo is... I don't know. Here we go with our <laughs> geography again. Oh, actually, I think, I think Cabo... So Cabo's on the Pacific, just uh-huh. like we are here in California. Cancun is on the Caribbean Sea. Isn't that the Caribbean Sea, not the Caribbean Ocean? Or is it the Caribbean Ocean? There isn't a Caribbean Ocean, so it's probably so it's the, the sea. sea. Yeah. I think that's it. Because it's like it that so crystal clear, blue, pretty weather, like white sand I just beaches. have never been to Cancun. Or I've been to Cancun. I've never been to Cabo. I've never been to Cabo either. Things, that's where I want to go, so. And Cabo's so close for us. It's so easy. Yeah. Even Southwest flies there now. We got to get on Like, this. so cheap. Like, yeah. Got to get on it. Okay, um, moving on. <laughs> speaking about, like, why this whole time that we were talking about Cabo and, like, I'm counting how many months we have until Cabo and I'm like, well, maybe tomorrow I'll start doing WW again. Because... <laughs> uh, if, you're um, the w, if you guys were like, I'm really looking for a podcast, like, that talks about WW and, like, their wellness journeys and I really just want that inspiration in my life once a week. I'm sorry, we haven't been that free. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, I mean. Because we're on that struggle bus too. I mean, as you got, I mean, we've been doing this now for over a year. And I mean, have we successfully stuck with any of it for more than a couple weeks no. this last year? The only thing I've successfully stuck to is this podcast. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 
That's absolutely it. No, has not been consistently good. Like even my, I was doing pretty fairly consistent with my Peloton workouts. And Mm -hmm. even that I've fallen off of like, now that I'm back in the office a couple days a week, it's hard on those days. I'm not, sorry. I know I'm not going to work out at 430 in the morning though. That's just not my thing. And then I either have like plans right after work or they're, they're some excuse. The plans are an excuse. And it's so hard. It's like, because what I've learned is like, we're out of the groove of the five-day work week. Yes. So where we used to work all the time and go do things all the time after work. Right. But now it's like the days you go to work. You just want to come home. You're exhausted. Yeah. And the last thing you think about doing is like coming home and working out. Where it's like, I used to work out after work all the time. All the time. But that was the norm. And now it's just like, it's really hard to get back into that. Like, yes. It's like... I just had to leave my house for nine hours. Yes. Now you want me to come home and work out? Like, no, that sounds awful. Yeah, it's a lot. And I mean, for me, like, if I was, like, forced, if somebody was forcing me to, like, okay, every single day you're going to ride for 30 minutes, I could probably do it. Like, that part, that's not the hard part for me. Yeah. The hard part for me is, like... The getting yourself yeah. into the shoes and getting the no, motivation not even to do that. that. Like, the hard part for me is, like, the food part of it. Like, oh, okay. even when I meal plan, like, I... You know, the past two weeks I've meal planned and done that skinny-ish dish chicken salad and it's delicious and I'll have it like two days or whatever. And then I'm like tempted the third day or something. And like, I want something. I don't want that. Yeah. I'm like, want something else. I'm like, that defeats the whole purpose. What are you doing? Um, and yeah, I just, I, I know what I have to do. I know it's not an all or nothing thing. I know it's not, I have to like completely do it or completely not. But I know I need to focus on making my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mm-hmm. really good. Like do you working out those days, eating well those days, and then the weekends, not going Richter, but like being able to enjoy my weekends yeah. without feeling bad, you know? Do you feel like you're able to, the days you go to work, you're able to like stick? Because that's what I feel. I feel like when I was working five days a week, like before the pandemic, like, that's when it was easiest for me to stay on track. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Because I just took the meals to work. Like, I didn't think it wasn't, like, where I'm here and I have, like, more options. And, like, it even if I say this is what, like, because there were days this week where I was, like, okay, we're, I'm making lunch these days and we're having this. And one of those days we ended up going and picking up lunch instead because I was just, like, I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want that. No, I, I agree. I think the days that you are in office, it's easier if you've planned for that. Correct. If you've yeah, planned yeah. and brought your lunch, which I am pretty good at usually, um, then yes, like those days actually are easier. Um, but yeah, it's tempting at home. Like even when I've meal prepped and I still have chicken salad left at home, I'm like, that's like a four work thing. Like, I don't want that. I want yeah, something else. You know, exactly. like I have access to an air fryer and a this and a that. I want something else. <laughs> and a McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. yeah, no, it's definitely um, harder at home, but it's so, it's so crazy how your mind like works. Like your mind is constantly trying to get you to come up with excuses to like push things off to another day and whatever. And looking at a calendar and being like, summer's not for like six months. Like you're good, you know? And it's like, oh my God, like where I am this, this year right now to where I was last year is like, it's gone downhill. Yeah. And I'm like, I want, like, I went years without feeling comfortable wearing shorts in the summer. Like, I was just like, I hate my legs. I'm good. I'm a jeans girl in the summer, even though it's hot as hell here in the summer. 
I was like, a, I hate my legs, so I'll just suck it up and wear jeans everywhere in the summer. And so I finally got to a place the last couple of years where I was a shorts girl in the summer mm-hmm. with my imperfect legs, but was like comfortable enough to. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I feel like I've taken steps back to like feeling like that. I don't want to wear shorts in the summer. I feel so summer. similar because that was same. Like I wore, sh- I was always like, I'd wear dresses or I'd wear like, um, like Bermuda type shorts yes. and like, and then I like had lost a bunch of weight. And so I started wearing like shorts more and then now I just still wear them. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I just have been like, whatever these, I'm wearing these shorts now. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely want to, and summer's like, I feel like this happens every year. Like summer feels like it's so far away and then it's almost here, here and you're like, okay, get ready to get in bathing suits and shorts and stuff and rock your body. I get it. But like, you can rock, you can rock your body and like exude confidence, but like inside not feel that confidence that you're trying to like portray, you know, like that's just not a good feeling. I feel like I'm, I'm, I can put on that, that like face and like, but that's not, I don't feel like good about myself and I don't I just don't feel good exactly like, and like truly I don't. want to feel good like yeah. I want to exactly how I'm trying to make people like see like my confidence and see how I feel like I want to feel that way yeah not 100%. just like not just like try to portray that I'm feeling that way you know so a few months until summer like a few months isn't a long time you're not going to be at your exact goals of where you would hope you're not going to lose 100 pounds by summer but like three months is a lot of time too like you can you know just a little toning to my legs would be great and (laughs) something I don't know I just I realized like this last week I had like I had messaged Brittany because that's who I used to go to um WW meetings with pre-pandemic I feel like all I'm bringing up is pre-pandemic I did this (laughs) pre-pandemic I did that and I just don't know if I want to go back to meetings like if I was going with her, I feel like, or like somebody, like, I feel like I'd be like all for it. I don't know if I want to go by myself. It's also hard because it's like, I'm usually wrapping up my work day between 530 and six and the meetings are like at six and yeah. they're not like just down the street. Like they're not. So it's like, I would have to like make some sacrifice to make that start happening. And I was like, oh my God, I've been paying $45 a month. Oh my God. For like the last year. I was like, I've spent hundreds of dollars to not even use. hundreds of dollars and I've never gone. Oh my gosh. I was like, why am I doing this? Like, what am I doing? Like, I need to at least go down to my, Meeting like, or whatever. to the meet the, like, $20 level. Oh, yeah. Where the, I'm like, the, the digital, online, yes. digital online. I was like, I'm paying to go to meetings and I haven't been to a meeting in two years. Exactly. Like, I've gone like, I went like once or twice when they started trying to reopen for a minute and then that was it. And yeah. I just, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? And I'm like, it's hard. And then I go through that battle again. Is it time for me to try something else? And I'm like, no, like WW does feel safe, like a safe space to me. Like that's what I feel like I know to an extent. Yes. I know I can be successful. Like, so I just, I struggle with that. I'm like, but then I'm like, but maybe it's time to just switch it up. So I don't know. I'm in I that, hate I'm it, in that same boat. Like I, I'm not consistently tracking seven days a week, but the days that I do track, like my work days are really easy to track and things like that. I do. I, so I started tracking, double tracking. So I'm doing WW still because it's my comfort zone. It's what I know. It's my community, blah, blah, blah. And then I've also started tracking in the Lose It app because uh-huh. of your friend, Colleen, who's uh-huh. um, on Instagram. I can't remember her Instagram name uh, right now. Colleen Gets Lean, I think. Colleen Gets Lean. And she has lost a significant amount of weight. Yeah. I think over 100 pounds, right? Like 100, 150 or something? Yeah, 157, something like that. Oh, no. Right now she currently weighs 
I don't know. She has it. You can you can follow her and see it in her bio, but she follows she does the Lose It app, which tracks calories for the most part, but a little bit of macros, I think. I'm and sorry, she's, she's down. Sorry, I'm interrupting. That's okay. She's down 118 pounds. And if you want to follow her, it's Colleen underscore gets lean. Yes. And she's like one of those people that posts her food and what she eats all the time. So like when you're stuck for ideas, you're like, she's somebody that'll like give you ideas because she, she's, she to me is what like WW was when I originally started where everybody yeah. posted everything they ever ate. And it, it but that was helpful because yeah. it gave you ideas. She's kind of like that. So I get a lot of ideas from her and I've seen that and I'm like, wow, well, she's lost all this weight on this. Let me just try it. So I did like a free monthly um, trial and the monthly trial, the free month trial gave me like, it kind of hyped me up because I was playing around with the app and you like plug in how much you weigh now, you plug in what your goal weight is and like how, like, do you want to be like super crazy with it where like you're sticking to it a hundred percent? Okay. Do you want to have a little bit of flexibility or, you know, and you kind of plug in that and then it basically tells you like. If you track every day and stay within your things every day at like kind of like a moderate, you know, like how I like my goal is to be strict on weekdays and not go off the wagon on weekends, but to to enjoy myself on weekends, then it was like you could lose, you could be at your goal weight. I think it said by, I feel like I told you, I think it was like, I don't remember, like February or something at the time that I started, which was probably like January or whatever. And I was like, holy crap, like to be able to see a date in front of your face that says you can be at your goal weight by this date Mm -hmm. was like insane to me and like really motivated me. And so I still like that about it. And I still double track in both. I'm just if I was doing it seven days a week, I I would probably be really seeing good results on both. Yeah, but I'm not. So it's just I need to get back in the habit of just doing it. And it's it's hard. I'm like, I'm a foodie. I love going out to eat. Like that is my thing. Yeah. I love having like good drinks on the weekend, like going to a brewery or what whatnot. My boyfriend is also a foodie. Like we enjoy doing that together. Like it's just hard, you know? And, yep. and there, there's ways to balance that. I, I need, I need more discipline personally during the week so that I can enjoy doing those things with him or my friends on the weekend. I mean, and I know, we have a very different story of us, like, losing all, like, our initial big chunks of weight yes. we lost with WW. Like, you were, like, hardcore, and you said no to a lot, and you didn't do much. Where yeah. I was the opposite, so I know it's possible. Like, I was still, like, going out on weekends, and, like, I'd go to a friend's house, and I'd have a bottle of wine. Like, yeah. I'd be like, okay, 22 points, because that's what a <laughs> bottle of wine was. Like, it is what it is. Like, I saved those weeklies for the weekends, and I still, like, enjoyed... But I also was so much better at going to restaurants and making, like, where I go to a restaurant right now and I, what sounds good because that's what yeah, I'm going to eat. Exactly. Where I would be like, I wasn't just getting chicken and veggies at a restaurant, but I was being like, okay, this option is like a healthier option. Exactly. Like, then, like, I would just, I was so much more like just conscious where right now I'm just conscious of being hungry and eating. Yeah. <laughs> like Fruity Pebble French Toast. Like Fruity Pebble French Toast. <laughs> Um, no, so definitely like we, we always just say we sound like a broken record, but I know a lot of people are in in the same boat of it's a struggle. If it wasn't a struggle, we wouldn't have Instagram pages to talk about all this stuff. And I mean, and hopefully you guys, I mean, some of you are probably annoyed by that, but like also like realize that we're just, that's relatable because all of us have been in that space and exactly it's super hard and it's super frustrating and 
it just is just that constant reminder that the, this is like a lifelong thing that we'll just have to constantly think about and work out to be hopefully a healthier, better version of ourselves. Exactly. <sighs> One to lighter things. What's the latest with you and <laughs> you and Jordan? Jordan? Um, everything's good. We're just having fun. Like I know, I always talk about how great of a planner he is he's like the best planner it's so attractive I'm like oh my god I, I couldn't have like ever imagined to have like somebody else be the one that does all the planning for everything like it, he's such a good planner he doesn't even and everything he plans is like things I actually want to do like it's yeah. not like he's hijacking the planning and I'm like man I'd rather do this I'm like no everything's fun well so, I know a couple weeks ago you went to Julian like yes um which if you guys don't know is a little I don't know, like a little town. town. Yeah, it's a little apple town, like kind of in like the mountains before San Diego. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half, two hours from where we live. Yeah. And so he planned all that? Was that his idea? Yes, he planned like a full-on day trip. Like he'd never been there. I'd never been there. He's like, I've always wanted to go. So he planned like a whole day trip and, you know, punched everything into the Google Maps, like the itinerary and everything, even though everything's in the exact same area there. Yeah. Um, but it was so fun. Like we got there, we had breakfast, we did a little like mine tour, which he really wanted to do, uh-huh. like a gold mine tour. But I was like, oh, this is going to be so cheesy. Uh-huh. And um, we did it. and It was actually so fun. Like uh-huh. I was so glad we did that. Um, and we like did a little bit of what they had like a tiny little wine tasting room. So we shared a wine flight. They had a brewery that we went to have lunch at. They have all these cute little shops that we went to. Did you have pie? We had apple pie. Oh yeah. And we held baby goats. Oh, I did see those pictures. That was like my favorite part of the whole, I'm like, (laughs) I'll come back just to hold baby goats. (laughs) I do remember seeing those pictures. Was that at the pie place? No, that was like, we just went into like a random store and um, the store, I think it was like a bath and body type store, but they all of their products had like goat milk in it. Okay. And so one of their goats had like just had two babies. And so they had, they were like, it was kind of weird. I think it was kind of weird, but whatever. They were like doing a fundraiser. Like I guess their daughter has cancer or something. Uh-huh. So they were allowing you to like snuggle with baby goats basically and like take a, a picture donation? or whatever for a donation oh, okay. so you just like throw a five dollar bill ten dollar bill whatever oh okay in a little I thing like yeah and they were so cute i was like i want one so bad <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was They're so awesome. nice like i love day trips like that i love yeah. just like taking off and like exploring for the day and then being in bed at night like yeah. it's just and back at home back like, at home it's so nice we stopped at a casino on our way home Oh, did you? Where'd you guys stop at? Paula. Oh, I like Paula. I've never, I've never been to Paula. Like, Paula's really nice. It's like, yeah, it feels like you're in Vegas. It was super fun. I'm like, he, I'm not a gambler. It's in the middle of nowhere. Is that near Julian? So we went one way to Julian and then we went another way home. So yeah, we were, I, I can't tell you roads or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, I just remember the one time I went to Paula, I was just like, this is like, it's like the middle of, in the middle the of nowhere. The roads are so dark. Yeah. But yeah, it was like when we were coming home, it, Paula was off the road that we were, we didn't have to like take a detour to go oh, there. Okay. Okay. Um, I kept seeing signs like about not the casino, but it was, it would be like Paula something road or whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, the Paula casino around here? And he's, he'd never even heard of it. Oh, okay. And um, I'm like a coworker that I used to work with that lives out in that area. Mm-hmm used to like go there every Friday night like that used to be like her entertainment because uh-huh. she lived out there you know and um he'd like never heard of this casino and so he's like oh I think that's it right there and 
So he, he drove in and went. He actually, like, won a little bit of money, so it was exciting. Oh, nice. Because, yeah, yeah he... I like Paula, and then the Harris is oh, is out, out there, that, Somewhere out that kind of general direction. Okay. I think. I don't know. I've been there, too, though, and I, like, same thing. It's, like, you feel like you're, like, oh, I'm in Vegas. Yes. Little, little, yeah, it was super fun. local casino. Yeah, so that was nice. And then this past, this weekend, actually, we went to our first concert together. Fun. Which was super fun. Yeah, I had just mentioned it. I wasn't, like, dying to go, but I'm not a huge concert person okay. anyways. Like, I like concerts, but I don't love concerts. Um, But I kept seeing it pop up on my Facebook. Like, as a Facebook ad, it was, like, Walker Hayes at the San Juan, whatever. I forgot where it even was. And um, I was like, oh, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. But I, like, really didn't think much of it. And then one night I was like, I think we were listening to music and a Walker Hayes song came on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's actually playing in San Juan Capistrano, which is Mm -hmm. not too far from where Jordan lives. And he's like, well, how much are tickets? And so we, like, looked up tickets. And they weren't even that bad. They were, like, 40 bucks for general Uh admission. And he's like, let's go. I'm like, okay. (laughs) So we, like, bought tickets and we went. And, oh, my God, it it was a blast. But it was freezing. Uh-huh. I don't know whose idea. An outdoor concert at night in January. Or what month are we in We're right in now? March. March. <laughs> <laughs> was because it was 45 degrees. But it and could like, be hit or miss. Because think about Super Bowl Sunday. That's true. It was 90 degrees. That's true. <laughs> it was so cold. And Dum Dum Me wore open-toed shoes. And my feet were like, I thought I was going to have like frostbite. Like, you said it was like high 40s? It was like 45 degrees. It yeah. was so cold. Like I, we took, it was cool because you got to like bring your own little chairs and blankets, like picnic yeah. concert in the st- park style. And I took the blanket that we had down and I like wrapped my feet in it because my feet <laughs> were just like frozen. I didn't even bring a jacket. Like I'm also dumb dumb there. And thank God he had two in his car. I was ready to spend like 90 bucks on a Walker Hayes sweatshirt. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to get through this. But aside from the cold, it was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, and the only other, um, Jordan update is his mom friended me on Instagram. Oh, that's a biggie. <laughs> it's, I like woke up yesterday morning and checked my phone and I went, and you were at his house and I was at his house and I like went to my notifications and it said like her name started following you. And I'm like, let me just be sure that's her. And so I clicked on it and yeah, like he follows her and one of his friends who I follow follows her. <laughs> and so I like waited until he woke up and I'm like, I have a new Instagram friend. And he's like, oh yeah, who? And I'm like, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got to see your mom come back. Your mom. Your mom. Yeah. So I was like, is that cool? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm like, do you want me to follow her? And he's like, sure. And then I was like, she's going to think I'm super extra with my stories though. Yeah. Like, And he's like, yeah, he's like, you could just like mute her if you want. Like she like, was like kind of <laughs> leaving it up to me. And I'm like, well, you tell me. Do you want me to meet her from my stories or do you not? He's like, he's like, sure, you can meet her from your stories. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because if I'm ever inappropriate at all, it's definitely my stories and not like my posts. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't want to have to like, also, I've never met her before. So I don't want to have to like, be like, oh gosh, she's going to have, like if I cuss or something or say something dirty or obnoxious in my Instagram stories, that she's going to be like. <laughs> I don't like her. Ish. I wonder if she's listened to the podcast. I don't know. But shout out to Jordan's mom. You're listening to me. And no, I didn't mute you on my story. <laughs> um, funniest, funniest thing to me about Jordan's mom is she is like a Kid Rock super fan. Like she's followed him. <laughs> really? She's followed him since Jordan was like a kid. Like Jordan's gone to so many Kid Rock concerts because of his mom. Really? Like, they've gone on two Kid Rock cruises. 
Because no, <laughs> really? Oh yeah, like he's like so, she's her, she is his number one fan. She's like obsessed with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, my mind is like blown right now because I don't know. I couldn't even what... picture my mom listening to Kid Rock. No, it's so because like who? I mean, I don't imagine like what his music's like outside of the, the like ball with the ball. <laughs> besides the songs I know, like where you just like love his albums and <laughs> going on cruises. Well. First of all, there's that many fans of Kid Rock that, like, all want to go on a cruise. Yes. Like, he, the whole cruise was, like, he showed me a picture of, like, the deck during, like, the actual concert park and uh-huh. it, part, and it was, like, people everywhere. Just crazy. And then, so, we're finally friends, so I haven't, like, had time to actually, like, go through her Instagram yet, uh-huh. but the first thing I, one of the first things I did see was a picture of Kid Rock, <laughs> and it was her wishing him a happy birthday. Oh, <laughs> so that's cute. so cute. Yeah, just totally, like... Oh my god! I'm so glad my parents are not on Instagram because that could be very embarrassing. My mom is. She just doesn't post anything. She just um, she just watches, likes people's That's stuff. Actually but she my actually, mom too. but she only goes on once. She doesn't go on very often. So you know when my mom's on because all of a sudden you'll have like twenty likes from the last <laughs> things you posted in the last two months. Mom, and then, moms on social media are just like the best. Same on Facebook. She oh, just yeah. shares things. I'm calling you out, mom, but she knows this. I've told her. And my she mom- just shares things to get. She likes to share political things to get a rise out of people. Oh, and um, yeah. My mom shares nothing. She's a lurker, but she's she's, lurker, she's yeah. an everyday lurker. Like I can go oh, through my yeah. story like, right when Facebook I post it, and she's like watched it like immediately. Oh really? Yeah, no. My mom does not go on social media much, but she does go on. Yeah, no. My mom definitely watches my stories every day, and then she uses it for like. Finding new, like, restaurants to open in their area. Like, they have a lot of, like, breweries, restaurants, like, small businesses where they live and stuff. So she'll find, like, little events by following, like, all of those people or, oh, they're doing a deal here or Uh whatever. So she uses it a lot for that and stalking my sister and I. But that's basically it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's that's the latest update. Friends with his mom. His mom and I are IG official. IG official. But I've never talked yet. (laughs) I know. We'll have to get into that one episode. I, I know. Okay. And then, so I know the latest of everything you and I have talked about is just Jordan and work. Yes. So what work, I know, you and I have talked a lot behind the scenes about work. I know we've talked a little bit about on here, like, especially after I made the switch. Yes. You've considered making the switch out of higher ed and you've kind of yeah, been I'm- tipping... Dipping your toe in that idea more and more. So here's the thing with working in higher ed or for any like public sector type job is like my pay is actually decent. Um, I have a pension. I have amazing time off. I have like 22 paid holidays a year, like on top of my 12 sick days and on top of like my 21 vacation day like it's ridiculous like the there, there are perks as far as like those benefits um that make it hard to leave so for a long time I never even considered leaving my job because I'm just like you're not going to get a lot of those perks yeah. anywhere else you know and um, they get us yep and it's like before I ever had any idea what it would be like to work from home I never considered it but now I have an idea and I really like the work-life balance that you have working from home and I feel like happier, like physically, mentally, financially, like everything being able to work from home at least part of the week. And so 
you know, like the possibility of ramp. I'm still two days a week right now, but the possibility to ramp that up is like inevitable, you know, like I'm not going to work from home two days forever. And that to me is just like, it's given me anxiety, like just thinking about it. And also the lack of communication within the district of like telling us, yes, for sure, you're going to be back five days or, or we're working on a hybrid schedule or whatever. There's a serious lack of, of communication that actually legitimately like keeps me up at night with anxiety. Like, I don't know what's happening. And also, I, I don't want this to happen, but I have yeah. zero control over it. And so I have like I've hit a point where I want three things in my career right now. Like I want flexibility in my schedule. Yep. I want to be making more money. And yep. that's the other thing in at least where I work in the public sector is you're on like a pay scale. There's pay transparency, transparency. So I'm on a certain like number of a pay scale and there's nine steps and I'm on the ninth step. I don't get raises. Like it doesn't matter how great you are at your job. You don't get raises. You get cost of living adjustments if there's one in the state budget. So I might be getting a 5% raise this year if it actually goes through and is approved. But other than that, I'm making what I'm making And there's not a lot of growth, at least where I am in my department. And I want to grow. I'm 35 years old. Like, I don't want to be a lifer in a public sector position where I just, like, sit here from 35 to 65 years old in the same position. Yeah. So growth, money, and flexibility in my schedule are three things that I'm not really seeing a lot of light at the end of the tunnel getting where I am. And so, like, that is scary to me. It's like... I have it like so good where I am. Like I love my coworkers. I love my boss. I love my job. All these things and all the benefits that I've talked about before. And it's like, but these three things that I need at 35 years old, I'm not going to get there. And so that has turned me into like, okay, you need to start thinking about how your skills translate to like outside corporate America because it's yeah. really hard to translate your skills from higher education to the real quote unquote, the real world, you know? And so I've like been meeting with people to talk about that. Like I got somebody to look over my resume with me who has already made the change from higher ed to the corporate world. Um, I'm following some. How did that go? It went good. Um, She helped me a lot. Like she went through like my experience and gave me some ideas of like certain types of jobs I can look for um, outside of higher ed, like certain positions and helped me like translate some of the wording Uh on my transcript. So she was very, very helpful. She's already made the switch. So she helps a lot. She's a recruiter too now. Okay. So that, um, she all, so not only has she made the switch, but she like, she hires people or she finds people to get hired for a living. Like she knows what to look for. Um, and I've joined a few Facebook groups and things like that of, of people that are in the same boat. There's a lot of people in education, not just higher education, education in general, teachers. There's like this mass exodus of like the profession for all of those reasons, growth, money, flexibility, all those things. Um, And so there's a lot of people trying to do the same thing. And there's a lot of like resources out there to help each other like do it. Like there's not a lot of like gatekeeping going on when it comes to this, you know, And so that's currently where I am. I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet because I've, I have a really good relationship with my boss where I felt like I don't want to ever like surprise her. Like I don't have the relationship with her where I would be like sneaking interviews if I was interviewing and then all of a sudden give her my two week notice and be like, it was nice to know you. I'll train somebody and I'll be gone in two weeks. Like I wanted to give her a heads up that I'm like, for these reasons, I'm 
looking for another job. Yeah. This is what I'm this is what I'm looking for, blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to have that conversation. So like I might find a job in two weeks. I might find a job in like a year. Like it's yeah. com- first of all, it's competitive. A lot of people are trying to do the same thing. And it is difficult, I feel like, with the experience I have, even though it is transferable. So I have no idea how long that's gonna take, but I wanted to give her a heads up, even though I highly, 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 highly doubt she listens to this podcast. But I just <laughs> Like, I would never have wanted her to, like, hear on social media or something, so. And I know one thing. Obviously, the, um, the growth is, like, I'm trying to remember what your, your three reasons were. It was growth, growth, money, money, and. Flexibility. Flexibility. Obviously, flexibility is the must at this point. Yeah. Growth, obviously, a must. Like, because there's the room for growth, are you willing to take, same money, maybe a little bit of a pay cut? If it means growth and flexibility. I had thought about taking a pay cut. Like, I thought that's what I was going to have to do. But Jordan, so Jordan's also a recruiter, but he does not recruit for anything that he would be able to help me for. Yeah. Um, Which is unfortunate. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he told me, he's like, you're not miserable in your job. Like, you're not unhappy. You're not in a toxic situation. Like, don't leave... Like you're, and it's not just your salary. Like you're leaving your pension, you're leaving all these things. Like don't leave for less. Like preferably leave for more. Okay, leave for the for like the same amount of money, but do not leave for less. So I've kind of like switched because I I felt like my mindset at first was like, I don't care. I'll take ten grand less a year to work from home, and it's like that's not really smart. Yeah. (laughs) So I my mind's changed a little bit about like actually find like those three things are my like non-negotiables right now being at a a company where I have room for growth um making more money and flexibility it doesn't even have to be full-time remote like I would be happy with a hybrid something that I knew was a continual hybrid schedule but just to allow more flexibility in my schedule so that's where I am and I I know I've posted a few things on Instagram I have a lot of people that reach out and are kind of in the same boat not necessarily from higher ed but just Mm -hmm just feeling like they're stuck in a dead-end job or they want to make more money or they want flexibility too. And so I know a lot of us are in these situations and I think change is scary and like trying to do, you know, like you did it. Oh yeah, scary as hell. Yeah, so it's it's really scary, but it's exciting too. Like when you were doing it and going through that interview process and it was like the thought of like what your life could be somewhere else was Mm -hmm. just like so exciting yeah well and it was because it was very kind of like it was something I I knew it was something that was in my mind I hadn't really been going back to work more than I don't remember was I going once a week two yeah I don't even remember yeah maybe I was two days a week so I was like which I felt like that was like the sweet spot I was like the thought of going back more than two was like daunting um but same thing like I wasn't miserable in my job I really liked my job but I knew it was just like, what yeah. now? Like, and it was so when that opportunity for Taco Bell like came to me, it was just like kind of a no brainer. And I'm so glad I did it. So I really hope you can find something that Definitely. you're happy and you kind of can get those things that you want. Thank you. Yeah. So I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes. And yeah, it's nice to be in a position where like, I'm not coming home from work every day crying because I'm miserable and I hate where I work. And it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's the reasons I want to leave are all very personal reasons. They're not because of anyone or anything else. Like it's just personal for me at 35 years old to want more for myself that 
you know, it's not even in my boss thing. Like, my boss has zero control over any and of those things. And why do we feel, like, so... Because we do. We get all this guilt for our boss and our situation. And it's like, what the heck do we owe them? Like... Nothing. I mean, they're not... They're not... They're not our life. Like, we have to do what's best for us. They're not even the freaking owner of, like, the state system. No. Like, they're literally... They're just doing the same thing we're doing. Exactly. And they're getting paid more for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> but you do. You feel bad because these people do become your friends and stuff like that. But it's just, like, we don't owe anyone anything but ourselves. Yeah. And, like, we need to just think of ourselves first. Exactly. Because it's the same thing. I was like so devastated to tell my boss and I was like sobbing, crying. Also the and then she was like get... so happy for me and she was like, stop crying. You're ridiculous. And I'm like, like that's why they get paid what they do. Yeah. Like they get paid to figure out all that stuff. It's not our job to figure out what's going to happen post Stephanie when I leave, you know, yeah. like, that's her job to figure that out. Yep. Tell me who you want to do Part that. Of who I want to train. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave you in the best place I possibly can, but that's not my job yeah. to figure out how you're going to survive without me. And I like to sound a little cocky sometimes and pat myself on the back because I can't even imagine working in my department without me there. No offense. I thought the same thing. Like, but I they're getting like, by. They're getting they, by. But they, they get did. by. They're yeah. doing it. And I thought the same thing. I was just like, oh my God. Because I was very, um, in my department, we were all very like, focus like I work on this you work on this you work on that like it wasn't like we did a lot of the share jobs yeah so it was kind of just like I don't know who's gonna do all this but (laughs) good luck good luck and obviously as every job every job in the world is surviving with people leaving on an every all the time every day all the time and they people adjust people step up to the plate when you leave yeah and, and like I said I'm like as much as I wish I was like I'm starting my new job on Monday I'm not yet. I'm like literally still in that like early applying. Like I've even gotten some no's already. And I'm like, every time I get a no, I'm like, okay, I need to adjust my, my resume again. Like blah, blah, blah. Plus it's just unfortunately, freaking competitive. You, unfortunately, you almost have to adjust your resume for every I've, single job. Oh, I do. Job. Every single one. Every single job you have I'm to like adjust I'm like reading it. the job description saying, like reading what their minimum qualifications are and, and their du- daily duties or whatever. Like mm-hmm. what you're going to be doing in that job and tailoring every single yeah so it's like I feel like for weeks now I've been submitting um applications and Jordan just asked me how many and I was like trying to like think and I'm like I think like 12 which sounds ridiculous because I feel like every time he talks to me I'm (laughs) working on applications Uh like I feel like I'm like lying to me I'm like no I feel like every single one minimum to read through it and edit and then some of the applications actually have questions that you have to answer it's like it yeah. is a part-time job just trying to do that and you have to make time to do it. Like if you want to make a change in your life and you want a new like I set out time in my week where I'm like I'm not making plans this night and this night because these are my two nights that I'm going to be submitting applications and I get yeah. like two or three done a night and that's it, you know? But yeah. yes, so that's that's the big next step what I'm working towards one of my goals. So All right. Well, fingers keep us fingers crossed for and- me. We'll keep chatting about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Pop culture? Pop culture. Let's talk about... Have you watched anything good lately? <sighs> we haven't been watching that much. So the only things I can list off that we've been watching... So Jeff and I were still... Um, I don't know if I had mentioned this or not, but about probably within the last month, we started binging Ozark from the beginning. Okay. I had watched the first like season and a half Without him, I stopped when we started dating because I was like, I think you'll really like this show. And then... You never watched it. Never. <laughs> we just never, like, got into it. 
And then, so we, yeah, within the last month, we started um, watching Ozark, um, where we literally have the season finale of season two, like, ready to go. So we'll be um, halfway done, because right now, and we we think we'll be, so part two of the series finale, um, the last, like, half of the season gets released end of April. So we're like, okay, we have a month, like, we... Based on our current, like, timing we've been exactly. doing, we think we'll be, like, caught up by the time that drops at the end of April. And um, it's hard because it's such a dark... You don't watch Ozark, right? I actually have seen the first season of Ozark. Okay. Yes. So it's just so, like, where... Because I, I remember, like, telling Jeff, like, oh, you'll like it. Like, you'll it, to me, it was, like, it reminded me of Breaking Bad. Like, you yeah. like Breaking Bad. But he makes a good point. He's like, Breaking Bad had light moments like yeah. there was funny parts to breaking bad like you and like there's nothing funny about ozark like yeah. ozark is super dark it's super heavy he's like sometimes it's just too much when we watch two episodes right before bed <laughs> like we'll sometimes watch two episodes and we'll like put on seinfeld yeah just to watch like lighten an episode up. of seinfeld to like lighten it up before we go to bed because it is like sometimes you're just like what and you're like this show is super dark and depressing but it's still so good. Aww. So good. So we've been watching that. Um, Speaking of dark, have you seen Euphoria? Ugh. So I'm... My problem is things... I think mm-hmm. last one I watched was... I'm so behind because I think Super Bowl... I didn't... So I was good every week. And then it was on because it was on Sunday nights and Super Bowl Sunday. I didn't watch that night because of Super Bowl. Okay. And then I kind of just kept forgetting because it's not in my DVR. I have to like remember to, to go into yeah. HBO Max to watch it. I kept forgetting. And I see people posting on social media. I'm like, oh my God, I have to watch Euphoria. And then I like kept forgetting. So I have a good like, I know the season's over now, but I still have like probably four, Oh, I'm still on three, season four. one. Oh, but so that, you just started just watching started, it, like, yes. as a whole. But that shows, like, I feel like that's why I'm not, like, binging. That's a really hard show to binge. And that it's exactly like Ozark. It is. Like, I watched one episode, and I'm pretty exhausted from that yeah. show. It's really tough watch. But it is really good. It is really good. You do, you're liking it, though? I, I do really like it. Okay. I just feel like it's mentally a lot. Like, yeah. you watch an episode, and you definitely need to, like, switch it up after that episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm just, like, I'm the worst with trying to get through a season of anything. We like, know. Yeah, I'm just, How's like... How's going? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just... My focus is just, like, there's too many things. Like... If I commit to watching the whole entire season of Euphoria, then there's these, all these other shows that have started, but then I'm behind on those. So it's like, I find myself going from like this show to that show and I watch like two of this and two of this. And it's like, I, I haven't do watched a single like full entire series. Yeah. I watched it all the stuff all the time. Just nothing incomplete. <laughs> the last actual season of anything. And I think I talked about this last time um, was Inventing Anna. Cause uh-huh. I was so, have you watched it yet? No. You probably feel like you have with all the, like the reels and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I really want to watch it because I also really love her because I love her in Ozark. So yeah, it was I really watch good. It really bad. Um, and then yeah, and the other thing that everybody and their mom has watched that you haven't, Love Is Blind. No, I've not watched Love Is Blind. How can you not? And all I see on Instagram are like memes. Are and you just talking being about like it. stubborn at this point? I just feel like I'm not gonna like it. Like no, t- there's everything to love about Love Is Blind. It's so good. But it's like, I don't, I don't know why. Like, I just have like this idea about that show that I'm just, it's just not, cause like I'm not into The Bachelor. I'm not into. This is nothing like The Bachelor. I'm trying to think of what else I'm not into that I would compare to. I don't know. I just feel like, I, I feel like I prejudge the show and I'm like, I'm not going to like it. Oh, 
Do you think I'll like it? I don't see how anyone can't, except unless you're like Jeff or something, who I know he wouldn't <laughs> like it. But I mean, yeah, I got my mom to watch it. She binged both seasons. Like, oh my gosh, in a week. your mom is a cool mom. <laughs> Great. <laughs> what What are you saying? Uh, what do they say in uh, Mean Girls? I'm or? not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. You um, get your mom yeah. a shirt that says that. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um. Yeah, Love Is Blind was so good. I should give it a try. Please do. Because it's like, it's so quick. I mean, it's 10 episodes, but it's like quick moving. It's like first episodes is them like getting to know each other in the pods. And then it's like they're hunting, like them like going to like Cancun for like a week. And then they like get, go home and they're like living together for like a month. And then they get married or don't get married. And then it's like everything's like quick moving, but it's... um it's fun. I need to try it. I remember like early on in the podcast, that was your flavor of the week, I think one week. Or we talked about it or something and I was like... No, I don't think we've ever talked about it because this was on like... The first season was like two... It was like right right before the pandemic. So there was another dating show that... Oh, fashion... Talked. Not Fashion Island. <laughs> fashion Island. Uh, Love, I- Love Island? Love Island. I could have sworn you talked about something where like... there had to do with being blind or something. <laughs> Nobody's blind on this show, you know. But that, like, right? it's like blind dates or something, right? Yeah, they're so yeah. in love is blind. They're in like pods, like rooms, <laughs> and they're just talking. Like, there's a wall between them, and so they're just literally t- having hour long conversations together, getting to know each other. So it's like being on the phone with somebody that you've never seen, and then okay. um, and they just talk and they propose based on never seeing each other. We should see if if. Somebody from Love is Blind wants to be on the podcast. I wish. I would love that. That would be that. so cool. I would love that. I'll Maybe reach out. They're going to be like, probably... what's your favorite part of the show? I'm like, uh. Well, there's people that were on the show. So there's all these people you see the first episode that you never see again. Like, you don't even see how they're related. Like, I found out this week that one of the girls was, like, proposed to, like, more than once. Oh, my god! And we, like, didn't even know the per- other person who proposed to her. Like, Weird. I was like, never even saw that guy before. Like, I remember being super excited because in, like, the previews and in the very first episode, there was, like, a bigger girl. And I was like, finally, they're casting, yes. like, other bodies and things like that. Girl got zero screen time. Never saw her. Oh, So maybe let's get her on the podcast. Yeah. I want to hear her story because that, I didn't get to watch it. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah, we didn't get to watch it. So let's hear about it. Mental note. We'll reach out to her. I know. I need to look up because I don't know anything about her. So now I need to find her. <laughs> okay. That's my homework. Have you seen Worst Roommate Ever on Netflix? No. I keep seeing that. Every time I go into Netflix to watch Ozark, that's like the first thing that pops up. And I want to like watch that so bad. Speaking of dark... So it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like a dateline. Like, what kind of worst? Like, we're not talking, like, didn't pay the rent and, like, left the place and tripped No, us. like. These people are, like, murderers so and stuff, right? There's, I've, I've, I think I've watched, like, four, epi- four of the episodes so far. So I've, I've seen episode one, episode two, and then three and four are, like, the same story. So it's, like, okay. part one, part two of the same story. Um, the first one to me was just like, that's crazy. And then I moved on. And then the second one was crazy to me because it actually happened in Orange, Cal- in Orange, California, like where uh-huh. you live. In and, Orange, um, not just Orange County? No, Orange. Oh. I think you might have remembered it. It was a few years ago and this girl went missing and it ended up being that her roommate got arrested and so I'm not going to tell you any more than that but it's like a crazy story but that one was just like oh my god I remember seeing this on the news like when she was missing okay and it was like all tied to the roommate and then um there's another one the craziest one so far to me is this lady that rented a room to this guy that had like just graduated law school or something 
And, like, things were going good. He was a good roommate, blah, blah, blah. Well, then all of a sudden, he, like, stopped paying his bills and stuff. And so she was like, ugh, I'm going to have to ask him to leave. And, like, I have to ask him to leave, but then I have to get another roommate because I can't afford to pay my mortgage alone, you know. And so she asked him to leave, and, like, he wouldn't leave. So then she went to the police to try to have have him, like, leave or whatever, make him leave. And they were like, we can't do anything. Yeah. Like, this, like, squatter's Squatter rights, rights or whatever. I don't understand the squatter's rights I thing. don't get it either. So, like, she had to, like, actually go to court. And it's, like, a three, four-month process or whatever to evict him. The court has to evict him. And during this time, he's not paying. So she's like, I'm going to lose my condo or whatever it was Mm. so she literally had to like go on craigslist and rent her living room like she had to like put her living room up for rent to get somebody else in to get her money can you imagine like and then just seeing this person all the time like they're living in your house you're like trying to get them to leave they won't leave he moved into her bedroom like what yes and she's like i'm not sleeping with him so she had to move into like the other bedroom and then so not only did he like take over her condo or whatever it was she took over her bedroom how do you do that? What do you mean? He just like He's one day just legitimately like... crazy. And then this, so this other girl moves into the living room and sets up a tent and she's like living in a tent in the living room. So it's like a room, you know? Stop. Oh my God. I Dude, have to watch this. It's freaking crazy. And that's the two part one. And I haven't watched any other ones, but like, it's kind of a date, like dateline type style show. Like, yeah, where it talks about like a real story and like goes through the story with like interviews and stuff. And like, I love Dateline. So I think that's probably why I like it yeah, a lot. Yeah, me too. But it just like traumatizes me. That reminds me. Um, I just thought of another one. Um, okay, but I am going to watch that. But yes. that thing about Pam. Was that maybe even one of my flavor of the weeks in the beginning of the podcast? I think about No, Pam. that was a different. That was Mommy Dearest. Okay, the thing, the thing about Pam, that thing about Pam, I don't remember. It was a podcast first. It was a Dateline podcast. So freaking good. And they just made a miniseries TV show about it. Oh. I think it's on NBC, maybe. And um, Renee Zellweger's playing her. Nice. I, think we, I thought we had talked about this. Because I, like I remember not. being, like, super annoyed that, because people were pissed, and I agreed that they cast, like, Renee Zellweger's, like, in a fat suit. And it's like... Oh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, and it's like, why can't you just, like, cast a fat person? Like, there's plenty of fat actresses that would love, right. like, to work. Why are you putting Renee Zellweger exactly. in a fat suit to, like, do this role? Um, so I started watching the first episode, and I was falling asleep, so I didn't get to go in. But I love the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that podcast... That's another good it one. It was a really good Dateline podcast. Um, it was super juicy. Um, do you have... Have you ever had roommates until now? No, like this is the first time like parents and then I live I lived with one of my cousins for about a year, but that's family and she was older than me. She's like yeah. 15 years older than me. Um and I was very young and then I lived with my ex-husband and now I have two roommates. So, luckily, like I'm in a great roommate situation. Like we have a house with a ton of space and we have different schedules. Like it's so weird. Like there's some weeks that go by and like I'm like, I haven't even, like, talked to either of them. Like, I haven't even seen yeah. them. Like, we just do our own things. But then but then it's also, like, we're friends, too. Like, tomorrow night, we're going, the three of us are going to dinner. Like, oh, we plan fun. things together, too. So, um, but it's a very good balance of, like, because that, that was important to me. Like, I didn't want to be too good of friends with my roommates. Because I am somebody that really struggles with conflict. Like, 
if there's conflict and I have to live with them and be oh, there, like, I'm, it'll make me sick. I will, I will like break a lease to like. I've leave. had horrible roommate situations, so it's you're very fortunate. I'm so. I fortunate. think it's worse too when you're younger. I'm sure as it. I mean, unless you're an old lady running out to some guy <laughs> who is horrible, but I mean, in most situations, yeah. like. People are a lot more mature and when you're getting older, and I think it's a little easier. But, like, when I was in, like, my early 20s doing the roommate thing, like, I had a lot of horrible. Like, I had one roommate, he was bouncing checks, and he was, like, just, like, making all these promises of what his he was buying for the apartment to, like, for his end of the deal. Because it was, like, three of us that worked together in and out. Okay. It was, like, me, this other girl, and this guy. And he was just, and like, so, I mean, we moved in in June and we already had to kick him out by November because oh it was gosh. just like every month it was just like something. And then, um, so that was bad. And, and how then, awkward that you had to like go to work and see him too. Yeah. So that <laughs> the there was that. And he was, yeah. And then, I mean, to the point, so then he like to show us, he like had gotten all these couches and stuff. And the next thing you know, like collections is coming to our job for the company, the, like, let's just say it was living spaces. It wasn't, but. Whatever it was. Like, yeah, coming to, like, they came to our apartment. They were coming to work. Like, he was, he got the couches and never, like, made one payment on them. Oh, my God. He, like, did, like, the financing kind of thing. So there was that. There was, um, and then, like, so then we immediately replaced him with someone. She was amazing. Loved her. But she got pregnant within, like, the first month. Oh, my God. So that she was only there a few months and then moved in with her boyfriend. And then, um... We got an, another girl that moved in, and she was kind of crazy, but she was cool. She worked at Starbucks, so she would, like, bring us Starbucks nice. all the time. <laughs> um, and like, I moved up. And then I um, I just, me and my other roommate, who I had been good friends with, and we were doing good. Like, it was just a lot of drama started happening, and she was using my stuff all the time. It was just, like, yeah. starting to get to be too much, and that was when I was starting to think about, like, trying to, like, buy my own place, so I moved back home while I... Started, like, trying to look for a house. And then that's when I bought my house. Nice. And then one of my, like, really good friends, Gus, she moves in with me. And um, at this time, I am just dating my ex-husband. And then we end up seven, eight months later getting engaged. I'm trying to, sorry, I'm trying to think of the timeline. And then shortly after we got engaged, um, I remember he was like over one night and she, um, she'd gotten a new job. I don't really remember all the details. And at the time he was having a really hard time, like trying to find a new job or something. He went on this like rampage of a rant to me, like downstairs, like, but like loud and screaming on and about it. it. And she could hear everything. And about her. Yes. Oh, God. And, like, why... And basically, like, why does she deserve... Like, I would love to, like, have this conversation with her again, like, now that it's been, like, 15 years. And, like... But it was... I was mortified. I was, was, like, sobbing, crying. I was so embarrassed. I hated him so much for doing that. She moved out the next day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Did she... Did she say anything? Or she just moved out? Was she, like, this is not going to work with him? I don't don't remember how the... But, yeah, because he was there all the time. And I just got engaged. So, like... She was going to be moving out, like, at some point anyway, and, like, he was going to be moving in, but it was just, like, I just, I was so mad. Like, it was just, he, he was so horrible, and, um, so that was, I guess, not a horrible situation with my roommate. It was the man I was going to (laughs) marry. So I guess that was nothing of her, like. But thinking about being on the other end of that, and, like, there's, you know, living with somebody that has a significant other, 
that's like a jerk and like puts a damn like you're paying to live there. They come and hang out. Well, for it free ruined and our friendship, and it ruined our friendship for like a, it took. Thank God, like her and I were able to like re like connect and like talk through it and like become friends again. And we got past it. Did and she go to your wedding? Yeah, she spoke. Oh, okay. She even spoke. She read. She did like a reading at our Aww. wedding and everything. But I was sad because she would have been one of my bridesmaids. But because right. of it, it was just like, and it took time like th- that we were engaged for us to like rekindle get that. that. And I mean, and later on, like she got married a couple years later, and um, we would go on trips with her and her husband. Like everything ended up being okay. Good. Um, but he was such a horrible. Did he person. ever apologize to her? I think that was part. <sighs> She'd have to tell me. I don't remember. I hope he did. Yeah. I don't remember though, but I would like to think that would be part of us like moving past it. Yeah. But I'm I'm pretty sure he did, but I don't know for sure. But Crazy. it was just like, yeah, it was. So those are my only roommate stories. This, I can think those are the only roommates I ever really had. I mean, except after my divorce, I was doing like short term. Oh, the people. Airbnb mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Like I had a girl that stayed there for like six months and a girl that stayed there for a few months. But, um, and those were all pretty much fine. But, yeah, roommates. It's tough, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely lucky so far in my, my situation. of Like, there's never going to be nothing. Like, e- I mean, even living with, like, Jeff, I'm sure you have things where you're like, God, he's so fucking annoying when he does this. Like, yeah. living with your parents, <laughs> living... You're always going to have something that bothers you about the people you live with. So I'm not going to say there's, like, nothing that ever bothers me. There's never been a problem. But, like, there's never been anything that bothers me or a problem that's been so big that, like, causes me to, like feel anxious about living there or anything like yeah, that. So exactly. I feel like I'm very fortunate to be in the situation I'm in. You are definitely lucky and yeah, no, lucky. I agree. Um, trying to think other shows. I mean, Kardashians are back in a few weeks. I can't wait. <laughs> I know we're split on this topic here in our audience, but I'm excited. I, um, if we want to just briefly talk Kardashians, I actually forgot about this until right now, but the Kardashians were on the cover of, I think it was like Variety or Vanity Fair magazine uh-huh. or something this week, and they did like variety. a video interview, yeah. and it Oof. went viral because Kim was like... Talking about how nobody wants to work. Talking about how nobody wants to work, and you have to get your fucking ass up and work because nobody wants to work, and then it was funny because she's saying this, and she's sounding like a boss bitch when she says it, and they like flash over to Courtney, and Courtney's like, yep. Like, when, like, Courtney on the whole, like, (laughs) last season of Kardashians has been like, I just don't want to work. Like, I don't want. (laughs) So I feel like they rubbed some people the wrong way, but I also feel like they're very Yeah, because all that came out was a ton of people that have worked for the Kardashians that had to leave because they wouldn't pay them, like, hardly a living wage. Like, that they're horrible people to work for. (laughs) And it's like, but I also think, like, Kris Jenner's. So smart. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. This is only, like, even the Kim and Kanye stuff, I think, is working in their favor. Like, that drama. Like, it's all only working to their benefit that, like, people are talking about these things, good or bad. People are talking about it. People are going to want to watch and see what happens with the Kim and Kanye thing. They watch Courtney suck Travis's face on Instagram every day. They want to tune in to see that. Like, I'm sure the <laughs> wedding is going to be, a, like, tra- you know... Chloe's dude cheated on her again. We want to talk about that. The Astro World thing with Kylie's dude. Like, just how so does much. so much happen in one family? And hate him or love him, most people are going to watch. So yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to hate watch, or yeah. you know, however you're going to watch, you're going to watch. So they know what they're doing, and that can be 
a smart thing business-wise or an annoying thing, however you look at it, but I'm going to be watching. Are you? Oh, yeah. Yep, we are. All right, Steph. Hit it, Laura. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is a new coffee creamer that I recently discovered. It is the International Delight Sugar-Free Caramel Macchiato coffee creamer. Okay. It's really good. So I will say it's really good. I always do (laughs) sugar-free creamers. See, I never do sugar-free creamers. I know. Like, people have their opinions, but I'm just like... I feel like I need to give them a shot again, but I just like a lot of my favorites like just aren't sugar-free flavors. Yeah. And I I also am not a big... I'm usually a coffee mate girl over international I'm actually usually a coffee mate girl too. Um, But... I don't really use a lot of creamer, first of all. I do, like, a tablespoon. So okay. I like only spending – this is a point. I feel like it used to be zero for these sugar, sugar-free sugar ones, but it's a point now. Oh, yeah, it's a point for a sugar-free one? A point for a tablespoon. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's, like, nothing. And so I, I found this flavor at Target. I got it. I tried it. I actually brought it to Jordan's house first. So Jordan has an espresso. Mm-hmm. And so I just do like the drip coffee in his Nespresso with that creamer. But it's like, even though it's just drip coffee, it's coming out of the Nespresso and it has like a little foam foam, and it legitimately tastes like a caramel macchiato. Like it's so good. Even Mm -hmm. when you don't do like the shots of espresso and a shitload of milk in it, it's like just that drip coffee with a tablespoon of creamer tastes like a caramel macchiato. It's delicious. I'm obsessed with it. I love having coffee at his house because of that. And then I bought one for my house too. And Nespresso? No, I bought oh, the, creamer the creamer for my okay. house, but I have a Keurig. Yeah. And it's still good. The creamer is really good, but it's just like, it doesn't have that same, like, this is a caramel macchiato. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is coffee with creamer. Yeah. <laughs> where like, the, with the Nespresso, it's at. But it's delicious. I love it. I found it at Target. So if you can find it and try it, I would try there or just anywhere else that sells I International give, Delight. Because I've tried, like, doing the fat-free ones and the sugar-free ones of, like, the French vanilla. And I don't know. I've just never been meh. I don't, I mean... It went up. Like, it used to be, like, two tablespoons. Because I do about two tablespoons. It was three points. Now, with the new program, it's gone up to four. Okay. So, I'm like, ugh, I hate I spending four points on coffee. But, um, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, okay. Maybe it's, I'll try it. It's worth a try. I'll have to see. Okay. What is your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is a company I use almost weekly called Imperfect Foods. It is a kind of like, you know how like there's the meal service boxes. Imperfect Foods is basically a, you basically get an email every Thursday and the website is different. It's not a lot of the same things, but it's not always the same. And you go shopping for the following week. So I shop Thursday through Saturday and then my window closes and then a box shows up at my house on Monday. And it's a lot of produce. Well, it started out as just being like strictly like produce stuff. Oh, okay. And then it's kind of like grown into now, I mean, meats and dairy and cheese and snacks. It's like you could almost do all of your grocery shopping too. But because it's not consistent, you don't always know what's going to be available. But um, a lot of times like there'll be like four or five different types of apples. And it might be because like these, ap- these were the apples that were just too small oh. or um, these oranges were a little too misshapen. Um, this, so it's like, usually there's some type of imperfection. We had way too many of these kiwis. Gotcha. So it's like whenever there's just a surplus 
or I've had it where like there was a mistake on the packaging. Oh. So things like that. Um, they have like great little snacks though, especially like a lot of like dairy free alternatives and soy alternative or like meat free like alternatives. Um, lots of different healthy stuff, beverages, I'll get like a case of Spindrift in my order. Nice. And a lot of, I will say, because I don't order every week. I'll like skip a couple weeks and because sometimes I get so much stuff and I just don't. You don't need or it. Or I need week. specific things that aren't available. But it really is nice to just have like yes. certain things. Like I have cucumbers now always because I always keep, include cucumbers. I always include avocado. Like certain things because like cucumbers are like one of my favorite like snacks right now to yeah. have during the week. Um, And so... But you can skip your order just like you can with the meal services. Sorry, I feel like I'm starting to ramble. <laughs> but then I also, once in a while, if I'm just like, okay, I'm not going to do it for a few weeks, I'll just cancel it instead of skipping it. Because I feel like almost always, little secret, they'll like say, hey, come back Here's and get $20 off your next two orders. Sweet. And then, so that gets me through like a month if I skip every other week because it's... um. After $30, I think it is, it's free shipping too. Nice. So, I mean, I even do $40 worth of produce and snacks and food. I end up only spending 20 bucks, And That's it's amazing. like... Because I don't feel like the prices are better necessarily than a lot of grocery shopping. But um, I love that it's just automatically coming to my house. Yes. Something like I don't have to think about. I can shop while I'm just like going through my regular day. And it sounds like you figured out how to hack... Getting it for a deal, too. I mean, that's the story of my life. <laughs> and, unfortunately, I don't have a code, but I do have a great deal with a link that I'll put in the bio. If it, for some reason, doesn't work for you, send us a DM. We'll give you the link. We'll also post the link in our stories after this episode airs. Um, but I'm able to give a referral for $80 off, and it's $20 off your first four orders. That's amazing. And like I said, you could skip. So, like, your four orders could last you, like, two months. That's awesome. It's, like, so if you don't do it. Or you can do it every week for a month and get $20 off. It's, like, such a good deal, even if you just do it those four weeks and then cancel. Um, but, yeah. Awesome. A great deal. I love it. I use it all the time. Imperfect foods. Nice. That's all I got. That's all we got. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please, please, please don't forget to take that moment to leave us a five-star rate interview. And now even on Spotify, you can rate us as well. So if you have Spotify, please go ahead and do that. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again, and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>